Blog Talk Radio. Hey, what's up? This is your homegirl, Complex Angel, and I'm the Vibe. And this your girl, Queen K. I'm the Vision. And welcome back to another episode of Queens with Vibes and Vision. So, Queen K, how was your week since last week? It was pretty good. Um, I had a very busy weekend. Uh, I had clients, like, back-to-back. Shout-out to my guy, baby, um, Angel, for helping me out. She really rocked out with her godmama this weekend. Um, I'm trying to just clear up my schedule because April is all me trying to build my brand and just going into a little hibernation, just, you know, just trying to make everything perfect. So when I start back in May, everything is booming. I'll have my product line going in May. I'm really, really excited about the changes that I got coming. Um, Y'all will hear more about it uh, as soon as I start finishing up the little, you know, the little bit of stuff, you know, crossing my T's, dotting my I's, but I will definitely let all of you know. Um, But other than that, y'all know my little spiel. God gave me another day. I'm thankful for it. He let me and my kids wake up. I still got a roof over my head. I still got a car to drive. We still got food and clothes. Um, he's still, you know, we're still in his favor, and his eyes are still on us, so I'm thankful. Um, so, yeah, what about you, Complex? Amen to that. Um, my week has been up and down, so honestly. Um, I am just, like, you know, going through the motions. The devil has really been, been really busy lately, but um, I know God is still in control. I get up and I pray every morning. But yeah, like it's. I mean, I'm I'm glad. I'm thankful to wake up every day. But my emotions have been up and down. They have been up and down. But God is, you know, God is still in control, and I'm just glad to be here another day. You know, like giving it my all as usual. Mhm. That's all we can do, baby. Okay, y'all. Okay. So without further ado, we're gonna get right into the show. Um, okay, so I'm going to start off with the A.O. King and Queen quote. Um, I feel like this is a quote. These two quotes are both sponsored by Pinterest. Um, these are both dealing with, I mean, we both expressed how our week was going, so I feel like these quotes are for both of us. So it might be for y'all too. So the first one says, whatever comes, let it come. What stays, let it stay. What goes, let it go. Y'all, it's okay. Don't consume your life with trying to keep things that's not for you. Um, we have to grow. So that means a lot of stuff has to change in order for us to grow in a healthy way. So it's okay. Mm-hmm. Let it come to you. Let it stay with you. And let it go. Breathe out, y'all. We got this. And the next mm-hmm. one is when you least expect it, something great will come along, something better than you ever planned for. Be patient. Be smart. Stay focused. And when I say stay focused, I mean stay focused on God, y'all. Um, just know that he has better for you. The moment we stop trying to figure out stuff on our own is when he starts answering our prayers. Um, we have to pray, and our our faith has to be strong. I know that's kind of hard, especially for me. Like, I know, um, and, you know, it might sound like an excuse, but as a single parent, I go through a lot of praying, but then I start worrying. But I stop letting worry take over me, and I just start increasing my faith. And I'm like, okay, God got me covered. And sure enough, he never fails. Every time I say, God, I'm putting it in your hands, he always showed me the answer to my problem. So I just want to pass that on to anybody that's listening. Y'all know that God got greater for you, and he will never leave you. He is right there. He just wants you to hand the torch to him. He don't want you to try to figure it out on your own. That's what he's for. Give all your problems to him, and I promise you, doors will open, windows will open, and blessings will pour in and pour out, y'all. Just stay strong. Mm -hmm. So that is my A.O. King and Queen quote for the week. All right, y'all. So next, 
Um, we have the Queen K Slay Tips for Hair. Um, I actually have a question. So the, I'm going to get into the question first before I give you all my tip because this question has a tip in it. So the question is, is it good to spray your hair brushes with your hair oil to make sure all of your hair is getting evenly moisturized when you're brushing it? Now, I've never seen this done before until Complex told me about this, but it is, a re- if you think about it, it's a really good idea because, you know, you're getting each strand, you know, individually, if you're hitting it with that oil, I think that is a really, really good tip, and yes, it will moisturize your entire head. Now, um, I know, like, with people who have, you know, who produce more oils in their hair, maybe, you know, it's like a one-time thing that they should do this. Like, when they're, you know, when their hair is wet, maybe, they should, you know, spray Mm -hmm. their brushes with the oil just to make sure the oil gets through. Um, You know, just, hey, if you're trying to maintain a wrap, I wouldn't say spray it on there to end. Probably when it's wet, though, you know, just to keep it evenly distributed, I think that is a, Excellent tip, y'all. So shout out to Complex for that one because I've never heard of that before. Um, but that was that's dope. Um, my other one yeah. is for my ladies with uh, who who's struggling with maybe thinning hair due to stress. I know I, you know, I when I start stressing out, I the first thing I start losing is my hair. Like it just yeah. come out in clumps. So um, I went on Pinterest. You guys know how much I love Pinterest and. The one thing that I want to tell you ladies to increase is get you some B-complex vitamins, okay, and fish oil pills. Those two vitamins together are, like, stronger than biotin. I know we all, you know, go for biotin because that's what everybody tells us to get. But fish oil, B-complex, and a gallon of water a day, baby, your hair and nails, your hair and nails will grow like wildfire and your skin will clear up so quick. That's what I've been on lately. No, I haven't been drinking my gallon of water every day. I'm about to start back, y'all. But I've been taking these two vitamins day in and day out, and I promise you my nails have been the strongest they've ever been. My hair has been growing. Like, even though I experienced a little damage due to bleaching, because um, I did bleach my hair to dye it this green color I got now. Um, but other than that, my hair, I thought I was going to have to cut my hair off. No. My hair has restored itself, and it's just because I switched over and started taking these vitamins, y'all. So I'm just passing on a blessing. So that is my slate tips for the hair for the week. Um, You know, let us know if it works for you. Y'all can always comment under one of our posts on our Instagram page, Queens with Vibes and Visions. Let us know. So that's that. So now we're going to jump right into the sipping tea for the soul topic. Complex, you want to get the guests on? Yes, hold on. Here we go. Hey, True, you there? Hey, Angel, how are you? Hey, how you doing? I'm doing good. I'm feeling good. I can't complain. Awesome, awesome. Thank you for coming on today. (laughs) No problem. I'm excited to be here, definitely. All right, so we're going to get right into the sipping tea for the soul topic. Tonight, you guys, we do have a special guest. Her name is True. Thank you, True, for joining us. Um, We got another good-ass topic for y'all tonight with our special guest, True. We will be digging into these love songs that we hear all over the radio from the oldies to the new stuff, okay? We will be expressing how they make us feel. We will also be uncovering the codependency of them and the healthy aspects of them. 
So my first aspect, true, is set up for failure. Um, my first question is, do you think most love songs set us up for failure by giving us the illusion that love is that easy and perfect? Um, it depends on the song itself. Um, for those who don't know, I am a, a singer-songwriter, and one of the beautiful things about writing, it is mainly a perspective situation. So mm-hmm. it's more how you view the music versus, you know, I wouldn't necessarily take advice from a love song. Like, I would more so look at it like it's all in perspective, and whoever wrote the song is giving you a perspective. So it's not like an end-all, be-all. So just personally mm-hmm. for me, I, I don't think it sets you up a failure, but I think you shouldn't use music as a as a way of, you know, trying to give yourself advice. So now. Okay. Um, it definitely set me up for failure. <laughs> listen, I listened to R and B growing up. Um, I got I got a CD player at seven years old, and just like you know how you can hear everything in the headphones, it's like you're right there at the studio. So I listened to a lot of in your feeling songs, like it was Tony Braxton, Whitney Houston, Three uh, L W, Shante Moore, and it's like I used to like you know have crushes on guys, but I was too shy to go talk to them. So it's like I would listen to these songs, and I would imagine myself up there singing it to them. And then mm-hmm. as I got older, you know, once I got to, like, middle school, high school, where the hormones started kicking in, I started, you know, basically word expressing myself, you know what I'm saying? Like, I heard in these songs two guys thinking that, you know, this is how – you talk to a man because, like, you know, Whitney mm-hmm. Houston was in a relationship. Tony Braxton was in a relationship. I'm like, okay, it works with them. And it's like, guys, don't, guys were like, you're coming on a little too heavy. You know what I'm saying? And I mm. basically, life got blurred with, you know, romantic songs and romantic books and romantic movies for me. But love songs definitely because I really felt what they were saying. But that's my take on it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um. My my take on it is about the same complex. I mean, not knowing fully what love is, and the only thing that I, I found comfort in was music at a young age. And I used to pretty much try to be like that love song. Like I want. That's how I wanted my love to be. Like I wanted to. Mm-hmm. I wanted it to be that easy and that strong. Like. I didn't know how to cipher out reality from the song. So, you know, I was still learning. So it it was just like that took over. That's how I thought love was supposed to look like. That's what I thought love was supposed to feel like. So that's what I wanted. So I did everything a love song told me to do so I could get the perfect guy that was in that song. Like I thought, okay, if I be like this and I'm all lovey-dovey, he going to really love me. You know, we're going to be happy because that's what they do in the videos, you know. They sing about heartbreak right. and they go to man right there. So, you know, I thought that that's what it was going to be like. Nah. Yeah. Right, I didn't right. with that one. <laughs> that was not how it went. Like, I know now as an adult, no, I'm not about to listen to this. Yeah, I'll sing my heart out, but this ain't how life goes. So. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. That made me want to change oh. my whole stance because I swear, Drew Hill, tell me what you want. <laughs> Seriously, like, <laughs> it was really aggressive. <laughs> you take the music away. Sometimes these songs are, are kind of aggressive if they didn't have a beautiful beat to it and some dancing. Yeah. 
Because that's my dance even now. Like, if that song comes yes. on, I'm hopping on one leg, baby. Yes. I'm, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, y'all. So my, my final question for my aspect is, when it comes to love songs sung by male artists, do we feel like we get the per- this perfect image of them and forget they are human? Yes. <laughs> yes, I definitely yeah. yeah. <laughs> definitely, yeah. I immediately thought about genuine. I was like, he could do no wrong. He could do no wrong. <laughs> yes, like I think um, when especially I'm gonna speak in the '90s because I'm gonna, I'm gonna be honest with you. I feel like love songs in the '90s was when it was at its peak. Yeah. Like, yes. and I feel like. I don't now again. I write music, so I kind of knew that this was kind of like a perspective situation. But with mm-hmm. male singers like Maxwell and Genuine, and when Usher Baby would just dance for you, now I would get totally lost. They could do no wrong. <laughs> what do you mean she broke up with Jimmy? No, right. <laughs> never, never. He would never hurt her. <laughs> So it does build a fantasy. I think now it's not so much. I think people understand the machine behind music now, but back then, no, it mm-hmm. was it was a lot of glamour and a lot of great music videos with great budgets and pretty mm-hmm. models yeah. like Melissa Ford. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm. I like your perspective, True, because you're right. Like yeah. 90s, I would say, I would say even some of the 80s had like you know some nice love songs. The yeah. 90s was really the peak. Yeah. 90s is really the peak, but um, it definitely created this perfect image. Because I was, you know, in love with Usher, then B2K came along, and I, oh, they oh, yes. no <laughs> wrong. You get what I'm saying? Like, when they mm, came out yeah. with and they dropped they dropped the uh, video, you know, to access Granite on my birthday, I was like, I knew that they made this song <gasps> for me. You get what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> they dropped it on July. That's why I like, love you. You're my. So, so basically, um, so basically, like, you know, just like, I was so in love with Jay Book because he was a Leo. So it's like, I would, you oh, know. No, 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 he's you. mine. I'm sorry. No, he's mine. He's mine. <laughs> Gil Morion. Okay, wait. The loss to me. <laughs> Let me get it out. Let everybody have a chance to talk. But no, I'm saying though, like I will watch his interviews and everything, and yeah. not realizing that they're coached to say what they say. Like, oh, I'm single. Yeah. And you really got a girl back at home and everything like that. So it's mm. like for me, I felt mm, like okay, yeah, yeah they're, they're this perfect image. You know what I'm saying? And I really took it there, like you know, yes, this is how love's supposed to be because exactly how they would sing. Oh my God! Like they will really make you feel it. Like I love you too, especially mm-hmm. when they came out with the song. Everything, huh? Girl. I fell in love with them. And then, like when they broke up, and you seen all the drama behind it, it's like wait a minute. You know what I'm saying? Like who are who are <laughs> these guys? And then on Love and Hip Hop now, it's like who the hell did I fall in love with back then? But yeah, that's my <laughs> thing. Right. 
Yeah. Um, for me, I definitely get caught up in the the love songs that are sung by men. Like my daddy um had us singing like Temptation, My Girl, like when we were little kids. <sighs> yes. So I'm like, Oh my God, men love their women. This is how they're supposed to sing about their women. Like I I'm in love with like Motown music because those lyrics, yes. like I know. 90s R&B still is my top, but, like, the 60s and yeah. the 70s love songs, man, mm-hmm. like, they were crying about their women on here. And I just thought, like, these guys <laughs> could do no wrong. Then you get the unsung stories of how they used to beat their women or how they had multiple yeah. women and how they were. Like, it's mm. like, well, God damn, he was singing about one woman in this song. He was crying. Like, it'd be mm. stuff like that. Like, B2K <laughs> really broke my heart. I'm not going to lie. They yeah. hurt my Spirit, Lord. Oh, my God, they hurt my spirit. Uh, Another one was Chris Brown. Like, he hurt my heart. Like, I grew up listening to him. And the whole incident with Rihanna, I'm like, what? But why would he? Like, he told her, like, he could break up. Like, he broke up with a girl in a song. So why was that? that, (laughs) Why did that even happen? Like, like, these love songs really be having you thinking these men are your knight in shining armor and they on a pedestal. True. But really, they so dogs. I'm sorry, because this whole little dead Jackson situation, I think Jackson, whatever <laughs> his name is, now, I'm sitting here listening to this man tell me how, oh, this is how you know if a guy's really into you. This is how you yeah. know if your man loves you. And meanwhile, you cheating on your wife, sir. Get up. No, no. Don't do that. So, yeah. Um, yeah. My, my perception of men and these love songs or these men that try to tell us about what love is supposed to look like, it's all foggy at this moment because ain't none of y'all true. Y'all all hiding behind something. I'm sorry. At this rate, that's how I feel. Mm-hmm. Okay. Man. Well, we've been into this. Uh, so going into my aspect is damsel in distress. So my first question under there is, do you feel most love songs sung by female artists, are about needing a man and not being ourselves without them. Mm. 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 I need a second. Wait, you go first. Like, you answer that first. I'm going to need okay. a second with that one. Mm. <laughs> okay. Um, I, I want to think on that. First complex. Um, okay. I definitely think most songs... Like, okay, so the one song that I was thinking about when you had sent me this question was the Jasmine Sullivan when she did the I Need You Bad. Like, did mm, women yes. really be pouring out their hearts? Like, it seemed like mm-hmm. in the love songs that women sing, we can't live without them when we really can. But, mm. I mean, I guess, you know, to stroke their ego, we'll tell them what they want to hear. But, low, no, like, low-key, they really be pouring out my heart. Like, she told him in that song, I need you bad. Like, it didn't mm-hmm. let up. Like, she let him know she need everything. Even um, with India, I read, oh, what is the song called? I can't think of it right now. I Ain't Ready for Love. That one. Like, mm-hmm. they pouring out their heart. Like, it, it makes you feel like we are the damsel in distress. Like, we really need a man more than we need oxygen. Like, I'm so serious. So, yeah, mm, yeah. I, I definitely yeah. agree with what you're saying with that because in these love songs sung by women, yeah, we pride out everything. Like, we can't function without them in our life. That part. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Like, it made me think about Jill Scott. That's why I said, give me a second. That Jill Scott <laughs> um, song, What Does My Body Ignore? What My Mind Says? Like, I immediately thought about yeah. that song and she was hooked 
on the excuse me, the, the D. Mm-hmm. It wasn't even love. It was the sex. Like she just couldn't <laughs> get it right. And these men, yeah. and you know, sometimes we pour our hearts out in these songs because these men be having us, like as she said, so gone. Like we just yeah, be yeah. gone. So I, yeah, yeah, I agree. I feel like I I agree. Sometimes it does get like that, and I do think some of these songs, I'll say younger. Women, not some. When you're older, I think you understand that this is just more of a, a perception thing. But when you're young, nah, it's as real as the air you breathe. And yes. you know, mm. you it's crazy. It can be real crazy when when you're young and impressionable. So yeah, I agree with that you. Part. Mm-hmm. That part, I definitely agree with both of y'all. Um, I definitely feel like it makes us look like the damsel in distress, you know, um, with Tony Braxton "Breathe Again" song, "Dangerous uh, mm. in Love" by Beyonce. I can't yep. hear a thing called "Life Without You Here With Me." Nivea, complicated. Girl, yeah. I think about it all day. It's like we were always taught to just sit there and obsess and make our life. Like my life is not going to mm. be what it's supposed to be without a man in my life, and. Oh, God, mm-hmm. man, listen, I'm not going to say love songs played a part, but it did play a part in me being this clingy person and just, like, de- dedicating songs scares niggas off. Like, what the hell? But I do <laughs> see a shift. I see a shift now with, like, Janae and Tiana Taylor and them. It's like they're getting yeah. their point across to where you really don't hear it. Like, you know, like, they're not afraid to really say what they want to say. Like, I remember um, None of Your Concern was playing. And, you know, the part where she was like, I was suicidal and everything. I realized I'm not the one to blame. Get your bitch ass off my phone. Dog, my boyfriend (laughs) at the time was like, damn, why she got to be so – because we sick of y'all. Like, we think about all the shit we go through. Like, over here, now now you with this next chick who's not on your level. And I was over here, you know what I'm saying, thinking it was my fault and beating myself up, something that we always do, and thinking about committing suicide. No, nigga, fuck you. Like – and I think that that's why guys can't handle. <laughs> that's why guys can't handle. You know what I'm saying? Like Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion and stuff like that, because mm-hmm. we're we're finally like you know we're, we're we're trying not to be that weak person anymore. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. it's a yeah. shift when it comes to the other side. But that ties yeah. into my next yeah. question. So how do you mm-hmm. feel? How do y'all feel about love songs sung by male artists? Like, you, I'm gonna let you go first. Like, do you feel like it's a difference? Um, you mean now, like in like now, um, love songs, or are you speaking like past tense or like present tense love songs? Like just, just like any male love song. Like, do you feel like it's a difference between when it comes to like a female? Because okay, me and Queen K, when we was coming up with the question, okay, I basically told mm-hmm. her you don't really hear a man, you don't really hear him be the damsel because he's like the knight in shining armor. So, like, what's your take on that? I'm gonna say this: it depends on the artist. I say more men, especially in, like I said, the late 90s and even the 60s when you brought Temptations, yeah, it was a bit of a knight in shining yeah. armor thing. But I'll give, I will give props to Neo and people like Babyface because they actually okay. sung in a similar fashion as women would. They would put their hearts on the mm-hmm. line in their verbiage, like Neo's song, why does she stay? She hates that I don't do dishes. Like, he really was putting his heart on the line. So there are yeah. some male um, vocalists that I feel aren't afraid to put their vocal and their lyrical um, lines on, like, on the on the record. I don't. I feel like there are a few. However, mm-hmm. 
nowadays music love songs are so different. And I feel like because mm-hmm. the narrative is cha- it's changed. Shout out to Rihanna because I feel like she felt it. Um, women mm-hmm. are a little mm-hmm. more like, listen, if I just want a D appointment, I'm just, I'm just calling you for the D appointment. Like, I feel yep. like women are on that tip now. It's not like, oh, I, it was so wonderful. I have to be your man. Like, no, nah, it's like I'll call you when I see you, when I see you, when I see you. Hey. I feel like the narrative mm-hmm. has changed so much for, I feel like it's yeah. changed so much for, for women. We're being more open and honest and we're not so lovesick. And I feel like with mm-hmm. men now, I feel like there's not a lot of men that make love music anymore. Truth be told, it's not a yeah. whole lot of them. There's a few, True. but not a whole lot. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, For me, uh, I do feel like, some guys are changing the narrative when it comes to love songs now. Like, they are some some artists, you know, the the older artists, like these young dudes that's making this R&B now, no. But, like, Chris Brown, <laughs> no. Trey songs, they still being real needy in some of their songs. Yeah, most of them dealing with sex, <laughs> but some of them, you know, you can, get the, you know, you can get the, oh, I need you, girl, in there, you know, here and there. Um, not very few, not, you know what I'll say? I'll say the ones that play on the radio, okay? The ones that play on the radio Mm -hmm. is all about sex and partying and all that stuff. But the ones that be on their album that they don't release, (laughs) those be about how they pour their heart out for their woman. So I do feel like some male artists will tap into that, oh, I need you, or I'm sorry for what I did, because uh, it's one song on Chris Brown's album where he got with Brandy. (laughs) And I love that song to death. And that's pretty much about him saying, like, even though my boys say you ain't nothing, I want you. You what I need in my life. So that mm. right there, I'm telling mm. you, like, they, they get needy just like us. Like, we think, I yeah. think it's all about radio play because they're quick to play a female love song where she's saying that she need a guy and all that stuff because that sells quicker than a man saying he need a woman. You know, it's supposed to be about partying and all the different women he could sleep with. That's how I feel. Right. I feel like that they play yeah. with play, you know, they play with sales. You have to get on mm-hmm. an album to find those songs. So yes, I do feel like male artists now yeah. are pouring their hearts out, and it, it, you got some songs similar to these females out here. So yeah, now male songs are pretty okay with me. Most of them is just like when I'm out partying, but like I said, yeah. listen to that album, sis. You'll find the good <laughs> songs. So yeah, that's my take on the True male that. artists right now. Um, okay. So for me with male artists, I think that men mostly just sing about sex, um, about being the knight in shining armor and like, okay, with the Neo song, uh, why does she stay? I feel like that's another Mm -hmm. pattern where men don't like those songs are when men don't realize what they had until they're about to lose it or until it's gone. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, she's so much better than me. I'm so unfair to her. You know what I'm saying? It's like, Damn, I'm I'm finally looking and realizing who she is. I don't know. It's just like I haven't seen, I haven't heard that song yet that makes them look like the damsel in distress. But you're right, true. Babyface will, you know what I'm saying? Like he will say it. Boys and men too. I'm down on bending knees. You know what I'm saying? Like Mm -hmm. they they put that pride to the side. But I just, I don't know. It's like, I, um, I, I'm, now that I think about it, though, like, when you do take the beat away from it, it does sound kind of addicting. Like, you know, I was listening to Chris Brown, uh, Who's Gonna Nobody song, where, Ooh, like, you know, he kind girl. of took the beat. 
And when he said, I hop out the bushes, I hop out the bushes like, what the fuck is you doing? That's not <laughs> <horrible. laughs> That's scary. Oh, that's my favorite part. I'm scared. <laughs> like, like, like a, a man can't say that. Like, I'm going to be in your bushes asking what the fuck. Why are you in my bushes? You know, but that beat is so <laughs> damn dope. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. It's like, but I do see it. I do see a shift now. But I think, like, it's just more yeah. like, I just want to fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like, I haven't really heard, I haven't really heard no good love yeah. songs lately. I need to. Yeah, I need to do some research. But um, so overall, Michael had his moments too. Mm. True, yes. Wrap up question: Are love songs codependent or healthy overall? Like, Mm, I feel like okay. Um, in my opinion, I feel like most songs are written from a codependency perspective because. now, I'll say personally for me, anytime I write a song, it's either from something that I saw, something that I'm trying to relay and relate to, and trying to see if other people relate as well. And it's not always from a pretty place. Sometimes it's very raw, and, you know, it's not always, you know, music, the music industry is like wrapping something up in a pretty bow and, and you know, the lights and the shimmer, but you you unwrap that paper and you take that music out and you find out that there's some real dark stuff beneath the surface when people make these songs. So that's why I say I don't, I feel like even though this is entertainment and, you know, these songs, we be, you know, we be popping to it. You think about Michael Jackson, do you remember the time? Take the music away Ooh. from that part when he was yelling. Remember, he was like, on the phone, you and me, we was insane. (laughs) He snapped me. I even, listen, I even think he shot the girl because he went, like, I think he went a little crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Take the music and the bomb dance steps away. Somebody's upset. This ain't as as sexy as you thought it was. So I think some of songs are not always coming. (laughs) They're not always coming from a healthy place. I always tell people to remember you know, I would never look for necessarily advice from a, from a love song, but it's okay to relate. If you relate, that's fine. But I, I feel like for the younger people, I would let them know, like, Mm-mm, remember, this is the entertainment world. We are here to entertain mm-hmm. you. We're giving you a, perce- um, a perception. We're here to, for your enjoyment. This is a moment yeah. in time. Like, I wouldn't, like, when you talked about Jay Bug, when I was a little kid, I'd have thought you. I'd have been like, nah, that's my husband. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, you see it? <laughs> she over-talked it every I'm like, damn. <laughs> He's mine. <laughs> but I think we just have yeah. to remember that these songs mm-hmm. were usually written in pain, written in a dark space. And if you keep that in mind, you'll understand that, Again, it's not healthy to look for advice in humans anyway, like not in people that are hurting. We're human. We go through things. It's better to not be afraid to look for maybe a counselor or even a, a, if you're a spiritual person, a preacher or someone that's older than you, an elder, you know, because mm-hmm. you don't want to ask advice from somebody who's grounded with you. You know, we the same age. Like, I, I, how can you help yeah. me? And a lot of these people are going, are doing just as bad. So I would, you know, I would mm-hmm. always say, don't look for advice and love music. 
Yeah, okay. girl, I just want to let you know, you almost took me out the game. With that. <laughs> <laughs> he sound like he shot her. Like, oh, oh, shit, damn. I'm going to listen to that after this episode. Just oh, God. I want to hear that part. Okay. You want to hear that? Girl, because he's real Oh shit! He went Y'all crazy. ain't right. <laughs> Y'all is not right. I love, I Girl, love you, my dude. He did go from yelling. He did go from yelling to okay. Oh, what type of gun, sir? Okay, anyway, take the music. Um, listen, take the music away. He sounds crazy. I am. I I'm definitely about take to the not, music and the dance. I want to hear it. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm about to I'm about to go on YouTube. Um, but how I feel about okay. So music overall, to me, I feel like once we realize that it's just creating a little moment for us, you know, we can better deal with it. I feel like they they only codependent and healthy if we make it like that, if we make it our reality. We need to understand that yeah. nine times out of ten, the person that's singing the song didn't even write the song. So you thinking that this yeah, man true. is a knight in shining armor or this woman is singing her heart out when really it's like four or five writers on the same song that's probably mm-hmm. in, a, in a marriage, not in a marriage, you know, in a rough, it, it's all different factors that play into writing these songs. So we need to stop getting mm-hmm. wrapped up in a fantasy and just start living life. You know, we can't use these songs as manuals for love anymore. And I know, like, with the younger generation, yeah. this is how they feel like life is supposed to be. This is how they feel like love is supposed to go like, but it's not. Mm-hmm. You have to experience mm-hmm. stuff on your own. We cannot depend on this music to be our manual for love. We cannot make this a healthy thing because at the end of the day, this is entertainment. The music business is only entertainment for us, you know? So that's what we have to realize. Yeah. So that's my take on music being codependent and healthy. I just feel like it's just entertainment. And that the quicker we realize that, we won't be in so many of these situations, you know, holding on to a dream. So that's my my take. Yeah. Um. I, I think love songs overall are codependent because, honestly, if you think about it, love is like an addiction. I remember I saw a quote in 11th grade, and it said, mm-hmm. love is when you give someone the power to destroy you, but having faith and trust in them that they won't. So, you know, mm-hmm. in that quote is basically saying, like, you know, this person, you're giving them your heart, and they have the power to break you, but you love them enough to trust that they won't. It's a, it's a gamble. Love is a gamble. Mm-hmm. And it's like these songs, you know what I'm saying, it's like it, it shows what we feel on a daily basis, you know what I'm saying, like how we stay in these relationships because we're scared to be by ourselves. <clears throat> you know, they, they say that you mm-hmm. won't find what true love mm. is until you tap into yourself, but a lot of us don't even know how to do that, you know what I'm saying, because all true, of us were true. kind of told growing up in order to get over one, you got to get up under the other. Like, I literally heard somebody say the other day, oh, my God, my grandma said to me, but she said it in Spanish. I'm like, see, different cultures are teaching the same thing. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I yeah. feel like, you know, mm-hmm. but, but I do agree with y'all that we can't, depend on these songs to get us through because they aren't the writer and you know you have to get to know the artist behind it you know what I'm saying like yeah it's, it's not them but damn them love songs are some damn they, they're some <laughs> damn good ones but that's my take on it right you know? <laughs> yeah exactly yeah love songs from they fun though and they're beautiful like in, in perspective, I always say that. Keep it in perspective. These people are, yeah. they go home and they, they cry and they have their issues too. 
so I always tell people that, like, you know, it's all in perspective and and just to have enjoy the music, you know, but understand yeah. that these people aren't perfect. It was heartbreaking mm-hmm. yeah. to find out, you know, certain people weren't right. And I was like, what you mean? You know, Usher's what? No wonder he wrote that yeah, song. Girl. I love love, but I'm effing bad at it. I know. Yeah, they tell you the truth. It comes out there, Nandia. Okay, y'all. Yep. Well, that was a dope-ass segment. I really enjoyed that. Me too. Yeah. That was a dope one. Okay, so we're going to jump right into our As a Woman question. Complex. What's that As a Woman question? So the As a Woman question this week is, um, do you feel mistakes will still happen while you're on the journey of finding yourself? Mm. Say it one more time. I just want to feel it in my spirit. <laughs> Say it one more time. Ask the question one more time. Do you feel mistakes <laughs> will still happen while you're on the journey of finding yourself? Yes. Absolutely yes. Mm-hmm. I asked you to repeat it. Because my ego wanted to say no. <laughs> no, I don't make yeah. mistakes. But I said no. I want my inner spirit to hear that. And the truth is, the sooner we recognize that we're going to make mistakes until the day we die, that's the day mm-hmm. we're going to be happy. Because when you yes. understand that we're human, yo, know, like we're human, we're going to fall. Like, you know, that we fall down. But we get up. Like, seriously, like, yes. we just have to remember that it's not about the destination. It's the journey. You know, um, Corinne yes. Billy Ray is a really wonderful uh, singer-songwriter from Great Britain. And she said this once about her mu- uh, her musical career. It was all She was always focused on the next thing. It was get a record deal. But then when you got the record deal, okay, make a record. Then when she got the record, mm-hmm. okay, I want you to go on tour. Now you got to um, watch your own tour. Now I got to think about the next record. She never lived in the moment. She was robbing herself of the experience overall, whether it was good, bad, or indifferent. It's all about staying in present and staying, and, you know, yeah. whether we make mistakes, there's something beautiful in every mistake, and there's something mundane yeah. in every perfect moment. So it's always yeah. just about understanding that we're imperfect or we're imperfectly perfect. And the sooner we understand mm. that, we'll be more happy with our lives because we won't be so hard on ourselves when we fall. We'll be like, it's cool. If we mm. were as kind to ourselves as we are to other people, we wouldn't beat on ourselves as bad because we're mm-hmm. usually kinder to others than we are to ourselves. That's that is right. so true. That that Yes, I'm happy you spoke on everything that you just said, girl, because that is so true. Like, um, when Complex first asked the question to me, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's a dope-ass question because her questions hit to your soul. They just they hit you right yeah. there. So I was like, yeah, you know, and that's one thing that we don't want to realize, that we are going to make mistakes. It is going to happen. But it's when we make those mistakes, we don't have to give up. We can keep on pushing. Mm-hmm. Like, we need to realize mistakes will happen. That don't mean give up or start from scratch or this plan is not working for you. Keep going. Keep striving. Yeah. Keep taking it a step further. Your mistakes are your lessons and it's your way of knowing, okay, I tried this way. Let me try a different way. That means keep going. Like, that's what yeah. I'm seeing a mistake as now. It's, it's my way of, okay, that, that, that stepping stone didn't work. Let's try it this way mm-hmm. and see what the outcome will be. You know, or let me turn mm-hmm. to God and see what he got for me. You know, maybe I'm trying to do this on my own too fast and this ain't what he got for me right now. 
But the mm-hmm. key in mistakes is one realizing them and then keep pushing right after you realize them. Like don't let that be your your red flag. Don't let that be your stop sign. Keep going after a mistake because they will happen mm-hmm. on your life journey. And that's just your way of growing. That's how you grow even more because we learn from our mistakes. They are lessons. So that's my take on it. Okay. Like, that was a dope-ass question. Yeah. Um, I agree. I think I think that uh, the reason why we beat ourselves up about mistakes is because we're we're always society makes you feel like you're supposed to know this by a certain age, and I've really yeah. come to learn that you're only taught what your foundation teaches you, and if you stop doing your own research, you know what I'm saying? That's that's as far as it goes. But like I asked this question because it's like. I just always have this idea that I'm healed. I'm healed from this, right? And then something just mm-hmm. comes along and just triggers me, and I'll be like, I took two mm-hmm. steps backwards. What the hell? You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I'm just yep. not realizing that I suppress a lot of stuff. You get what I'm saying? And yeah. I don't. I like to act like I'm this perfect person, you know, just like you said, True. Like, no, I don't make any mistakes, you know, because it's like it just – it just sounds like a damn Band-Aid on a picture. And it's like that picture would be mm-hmm. nice if that Band-Aid wasn't there. You get what I'm saying? Like, I, I tried to see yeah. my life as this perfect person. And looking back on it, I'm like, you know what? You did a lot of fucked up shit trying to people please, you know? Like, you, you did a lot of yeah. things that I don't think that you would be comfortable doing if you were really in your right mind, if you didn't let other people think for you. And I'm just now getting mm-hmm. to a point of trusting my own decision, but the patterns we fall into. We talked about this yesterday on our other podcast. I still fall into the pattern of, like, when I make a mistake, I want to go to somebody and ask them, like, yo, how do I get through this? And it's like no one can think for you. You got to find out for yourself, and, you like like yeah. you said, you got to keep going. So, like, I wanted to bring that into the platform. Thank you, ladies. That was definitely dope. True. Yeah, I'm that was so great. sorry. Yeah. That- I'm so sorry because I really wanted you to sing, but I did not know that we were over time. But um, oh, can you let the listeners fine. know? Don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. Can you let the listeners know where they can find you at on Instagram? Not a problem. So you can follow me at True Tyler under um. What is that little line called? Because my manager just made me change my that. Is it underscore? Sorry, I'm yeah. It's one. You say heavy underscore. <laughs> yeah, it's an underscore. Okay. So you can follow me because it used to be True Tyler Music, but I'm under new management now, which is a uh, shout-out to my management, GMR Records. Um, you can follow gotcha. me on um, Instagram at TrueTyler underscore GMR. And, um, you know, I got some awesome. wonderful music. Some of it comes from a codependent place. <laughs> Other songs <laughs> come from a more, health, a more healthier place. You know, yes. and I, I can't wait to, you know, I can't wait to show some, some good music, some heart uplifting music as well. So, you know, Check definitely definitely lift me up. Yep. Y'all definitely, we, we, we heard a little bit of your tunes tonight, girl. You know, you got some vocals on you. Thank you so much, Drew, for coming through. Appreciate you. Thank you for Thank the you. last and the yeah. No problem. Uh, we're going to mute you. If you want to stay on and listen, you can, but if not, I'm going to send you the audio by tomorrow, I have the finished product for you. Thank you for having me. I had so much fun. This was such a nice little podcast. I really love this. Y'all should keep something like this Thank going you. on. This was great. No problem. You know I'll be listening anyway. Yes. <laughs> yes, you do. Thank you. <laughs> All right. All right. All right. Thank All right. You. Bye, Queen.
Bye-bye. That was a dope segment. Like, I just really, true just yeah, taught me some stuff about perspective because I, I took everything that a man said in them songs and ran with it. Baby, yes, I did. And you want to know what? I'm <laughs> sorry. I know I done said this already. But you want to know what? She did shed a lot of light. Like, I didn't understand that when I was younger, I didn't understand that music was solely for our entertainment and that wasn't the life that they was living behind those songs. And it is all about mm-hmm. perspective. So I really thank yeah. her for sharing that light. But, baby, that Michael Jackson thing, I'm sorry. That is the highlight of my life. <laughs> <night. Like, laughs> I, I was only here laughing. Like, I had to. I had to mute my phone because I was laughing hard <laughs> and shit. Like, I cried. That, that oh, girl is God. hilarious, okay? But, uh, <laughs> okay, so we're going to jump right into the girl I see you moment. Complex, who you highlighting tonight? I'm going to definitely highlight True, Girl, I See You. Um, I met True last year at a self-love event that Melissa Rosario uh, invited me to. And True just has, like, a very beautiful soul. Um, You know, like, she's easy to talk to. Like, you know, she has, like, a giving heart. And it's like, with her being a mom and a wife, you know, she still takes time out of her day to just let people know I'm here for you. So thank you for taking the time off to come on our podcast. Thank you for listening to me when I call you. Girl, I see you. You out here. You doing your thing with this singing. And sky's is the limit for you. You going places, girl. Yeah. Yeah. She definitely has a beautiful voice, too. Um, I'm happy that yes. you shared a little, some, little snippets here and there. She got a dope voice. Right. I even went on her page and followed her. So, yeah, y'all y'all be in for a good little surprise. And she has some really dope songs. The first time I heard her sing was on uh, Complex. They had a, a virtual poetry. I mean, did I say the right? A yes. virtual mm-hmm. open mic. So that was it was really dope. Y'all should tune in when they're doing the next one. I don't know when, but she'll keep y'all posted. We do it but, the um, third Friday of each month. Third Friday? Okay, cool. All right. Of each month. There yes. y'all go. Oh, that's dope. Okay, um, so my girl, I see you. Is I'm gonna give it to my goddaughter, um, Angel. I love that girl to death. Like, um, she's really been like I said in the beginning. She's really been helping me out a lot. Um, I told her that I wanted to rest and build my brand all April, and she helped me combine all like most of my April clients into two days. So I was working pretty hard. My body was sore, but every night she made sure I had everything I needed. Like, she made sure she helped me with the kids. Like, she has really been a blessing to me these last couple of weeks. So, girl, I see you. I see you out here growing, too. Y'all don't think I'm just holding her back from life. I asked her, does she want to go home? She don't want to go home yet. She wanted to sit here rocking out with me. Um, I love her to death. Um, I always have her back just like she has mine. So, yeah, that's. That's who I'm putting in the girl I, I mean, you know, my girl I see you moment. Awesome. All right. So, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, we got the girl I got something to say. Y'all heard me try to sing? It didn't work, though. But anyway, um, y'all, okay. we revived the vision. <laughs> re- <laughs> we reached a year. Y'all, thank y'all yes. for rocking with us for a whole year. Even though we late, I know our podcast is like, <laughs> why the fuck y'all ain't shout me out? Uh, we started this March 19th, uh, and it's yes. we are 10 days late. But, hey, happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday to our, po- yes. our podcast. This has really been 
a beautiful experience. Y'all, I've said it multiple times, Complex. I thank you so much for giving me this opportunity. So with that being said, Complex, I want to ask you a question. Now we on a year. Mm -hmm. So how do you feel you've grown mentally and emotionally since doing this podcast? Because we started at a rough time. So how do you think your mental state has been? My mental state. My mental state is very strong now because, like you said, we started doing the quarantine. I didn't know what the hell was about to happen. Everything was on yeah. lockdown. Everything was like the twilight. But, um, you know, me as a person who can't sit still, I was able to sit still, and I really got to um, tune in to God. And it's like this podcast mm. became an outlet for me. Like I was, I've been, I was, I'm able to come here and just not – put all of my negative energy on the platform, but I'm able to be mm. truthful. This platform really taught me to, like, you know, don't be afraid to be a strong woman because I've always yes. been afraid to be a strong woman. Like, damn, like, I don't know how to be submissive, and I've always tried to dim that. And I, I, give, this, I give this podcast shout-out all the time on my other podcasts because this podcast yes. helps me be a voice for strong women because if we didn't exist, there wouldn't be strong women like Zena. Um, like, you know, like, just, mm-hmm. like, strong women, period. You know, like Viola Davis, Taraji P. Henson, like, there, there wouldn't be a bloodline of us. You know what I'm saying? So I have to, yes. I can't apologize for that and this podcast helps me with that this podcast also helps me to speak my truth because I can be very Mm -hmm. prideful I I would be the person that cares what other people think and it's like you know I admitted yesterday on my other podcast I'm going to admit on this one like complex angel is taking the time back to really like you know be single and just reflect because I realized Mm. I'm not present for that relationship that I was in because I'm still hurt from a lot of other relationships that did me wrong. Like, you know, I still take on a lot of insults that I deal with. I still have that anger from, Mm -hmm. you know, physical abuse that I've dealt with. So it's like, I still have more healing to do. And me living this perfect life, I wanted to act like it didn't exist. But this podcast has helped me to really understand that. And I want to thank you, Queen K, because you actually helped me to have a closer relationship with God. Really, I, I want to say that seriously. What about you? Nothing but God. Girl, it wasn't nothing but God because God placed you, you know, God placed that idea in your mind to even ask me. And my mental state was in shambles before I started with Queens with Vibes and Visions. Like, I, I, y- y'all, I'm not even going to hold y'all up. Anybody that know me, especially Complex, she know. I I was like, nah, I don't want to do that. I, I don't know if I'm a good fit for that. I don't like my voice. Like, I started coming up with all reasons. She was like, you're going to do this, and we're going to have fun. We're just going to record this little <laughs> intro session, and you're going to like it. And she was like, it's just me and you. And then, lo and behold, we record one episode, and then we get picked up by Blog Talk. And then it's like, well, now yep. we're listeners. Start promoting. And I really started getting into it because, one, it let, it lets me express who I really am. Like Queen K, mm-hmm. at first she was just like, you know, an alter ego, but now she is me. Like that's who I am. I, I How I speak on here is coming out more in my real life. Like I'm able to yes. speak up. I'm able to have my voice and stand firm on what I believe in. Like I'm able to express my love for God on here. Like it's not too many places where you can do that now where everybody not, oh, you got to respect this religion. You gotta, even though, hey, yeah. y'all served us on y'all, but I'm going to express my God, you know, and I'm so happy this platform allows me to be who I am. Like, 
I've came on here with my on my worst days. I you know I bring my problems <laughs> yes. to y'all. Y'all know what I struggle with, and y'all love me because every every show we still have people calling up like y'all love us. Y'all been rocking with us. Y'all don't understand mm-hmm. how much confidence this show has given me as a woman. This show has given mm-hmm. me so much strength. My mental state is a lot stronger. I am just so thankful for it, y'all. And it's like wow, a whole year. I didn't think I was going to get past the first episode, y'all. I'm so serious. (laughs) No, I don't don't give a damn. I know I probably sound like a man on some episodes. My voice changed. I know that. Shut up, yeah. I love it because I can play back the episodes and listen to me like, girl, you said that? Yes, you did. So uh, I'm just thankful. I'm so thankful for Queens of Vision Complex. You really don't understand how much you change lives. Like, just by you asking me, to be on here, you you see you can see the growth in me, and I I thank you mm-hmm. for it. I truly thank you for it because it started out in a rough time of the year. Like you said, the pandemic was fresh, baby. Stuff was locking down. Mm-hmm. You even got the flight back early to go home because we didn't know what was gonna happen. Um, but mm-hmm. it allowed me a space to just be free. Like this is my no yeah. judgment zone. I know I'm not gonna be judged on here. I know that I'm gonna be encouraged. You know. I know I'm going to get some heavy gems dropped on me. I'm going to do a lot of self-reflecting. And then my love for God mm-hmm. is going to increase. Like every show, yes. like we always shout out God because that's the one. I'm telling you. So mm-hmm. God and Complex, I appreciate y'all, y'all. Thank y'all for rocking with us, the listeners, especially the ones that tune in yes. every Monday. We love y'all. Yes, thank um, you. Just, just thank y'all. The support is amazing. Um, we just going to keep on dropping dope-ass content. The feedback, mm-hmm. y'all come on, come on, like, and, <laughs> like, comment, share. I don't know how you say that. I think that's just YouTube, but oh well, y'all get what I'm saying. But okay, <laughs> so that leads me into my homework for my my queens and my kings out there, y'all. Um, it's springtime, so I was on. Y'all know my favorite website, Pinterest, and I got some homework for y'all. I want y'all to go on Pinterest and type in spring self care month. Okay, now in this self-care, no, spring self-care challenge, I'm sorry, type in that. And I want you guys to do each of the, for the next 28, I think it's one for 28 days and it's one for 31 days. But either one you pick, I want you to do every step. Y'all, it's time for us to build our self-care up. Okay, self-care is right next to self-love. Start loving on yourself. That's the homework I want y'all to do. If you can and you're listening and you have Pinterest, I want you to screenshot the self-care challenge that you are doing, and I want you to comment it under or uh, DM us on Queens with Vibes and Vision on Instagram, and let me know which one you choose. I will share the one that I am choosing so you guys can follow along as well. If you want to, it will be on our Queens with Vibes and Vision. It will be on our story as well as our page. I just want everybody to get in the act of loving on yourself because, baby, when I tell you, when you unlock that love for yourself, you unlock so much happiness that no one can take Mm -hmm. from you and nobody can break. So I just want y'all to know self-love is the best love. Um, Start loving yourself. Start caring for yourself. And that's all I got to say. So, okay, y'all, that was was a lot for me. You got to give me a breather. All right, back to it. Uh, Complex. (laughs) We're going to go right into that uh, no apologies thought. It's all about them self-affirmations. Go ahead, Complex. Okay. Um, I only got one no apologies thought today. Or do I have two? Hold up real quick. 
Uh, okay. Let me see. Uh, yeah, I only got one. I only got one no apology thought tonight. Okay. Well, actually, no, I got two. The first one, I saw this the other day, and I'm like, damn. I don't really have no say-so to it, but it was under uh, on Instagram by the hashtag ThatPart100, mm-hmm. and it says, remember that people love to their level of self-love, communicate to their level of self-awareness, and behave to their level of mm-hmm. healed trauma. And um, that really spoke to me because it just helps you to understand that if you um, ever, like, lose someone, like, if someone ever walks out of your life, like, whether it's a breakup, whether it's a friendship ending, or whether it's a family member that just wants to be petty and don't want to talk to you no more, understand that you can't explain anything to them if they're, you know, thinking at a certain level. I'm really understanding now because I did not want to believe this. We all really do interpret things and we see things from different perspectives. So, you know, just keep mm-hmm. that in mind. You know, like, you can't always explain yourself to someone who's hurt and doesn't know how to take accountability for their hurt. You know, like, it, we, we can meet yeah. people where they're at, but at the same time, you know, just just keep in mind that sometimes, like, you know, people need a little bit more time to get where you're at now. So, you know, try not to judge. Yeah. And my other one is um, being stuck in your past will cause you to create the same mistakes not taking accountability for your actions will cause you to play victim. And um, this came to mind with watching the Anchored series. Yes, the past of my time dragged me again. Um, I was thinking <laughs> of my breakup as, like, such a selfish standpoint, and I just started, like, mm-hmm. letting my thoughts go there. Like, you know, this is why you know, guys, like, you know, have hurt me because I'm this, and, you know, th- these these insults that people have said growing up was wrong. And Pastor Mike Todd said, a lot of y'all always want to give credit to the devil of why y'all are stagnant when the devil ain't messed with y'all in years. Because I remember I had to pray to mm. God to stop these negative thoughts because I was thinking about canceling both podcasts and just saying, like, nothing's helping. Like, I was in a dark place. And I said, God, I don't want to be like this. Please send me a sign. So when Pastor Mike Todd said that the devil ain't touched y'all in years, y'all emotions is what gets in the way and makes you stagnant Mm. and how you just want to compare yourself to others, I was like, okay, God, all right. Thank you for slapping me in the face (laughs) with that one. Just understand that your emotions and your negative thought process will also hinder you from going forward. You know, you got to understand that you can't be mad at anybody for hurting you because we only, people only do what you allow them to. They only do what you allow them to. So if you know a relationship is not working, don't continue to stay in it and lose yourself because you don't want to be alone. If you know a friendship mm-hmm. is not working because that person is not praising you and that person is definitely in a different place than you are, let it go because people are going to think, oh, if she like that, you must be like that. No, nah, baby, it ain't. But birds of a feather flock together. So, you know, the people you hang out with, you end up becoming. Understand, listen, keep going forward in life. Don't let your past crumble you. Understand does not define you. Mm-hmm. And just keep it moving and check your emotions daily. You know what I'm saying? You're going to make mistakes. Yes. You're going to have your ups and downs, but don't stay there. And with that being said, my self-affirmation tonight is a little bit long, but I had to do it. Um, it says, I'm worthy because of the love I give. I'm loving myself more because of the pain I've endured from others. I'm not perfect, and I'm no longer claiming to be. 
I want better for my mental. So I'm learning to check my emotions. I want better for my peace of mind, so I'm learning to stop entertaining drama. I want to see myself, so I'm no longer running away. My past doesn't define me. My pain is not the only part mm-hmm. of my story. And that yeah. is my self-affirmation. So I'm winded too. Oh, uh, with that being said, <laughs> I'm Complex Angel. I'm the vibe. And I'm Queen K. I'm the vision. And peace and love. We are out, y'all. Peace and love.